When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Football Social Daily. How are you doing? It's Niall here from Football Social Daily. Hope you're having a great weekend. And I'm here to remind you of some of the chats we've had with former Premier League players over the course of the season. Every Wednesday, we'll bring you an interview with a former top flight personality. This week, we spoke to ex-Chelsea and Everton man Pat Nevin. But I wanted to bring you back to a conversation we had with Manchester United legend Wes Brown recently. Wes won multiple trophies during his time at Old Trafford, including a treble, and of course played under the legendary Sir Alex Ferguson. But when we sat down with him, we were curious as to how one unprecedented treble didn't turn into two. Simply put, Manchester United were the best team in England in 2008. They won the Premier League, they won the Champions League, and they had a certain Cristiano Ronaldo. But, strangely enough, they couldn't win the FA Cup. We asked Wes exactly what it does take to win the biggest prizes in European football and why Manchester United simply weren't able to do it second time around in 08. Not only that, but he revealed to us exactly why his old friend Cristiano Ronaldo made it to the very top of the game. So, without further ado, let's hear from Wes himself. Here he is chatting to us a few weeks ago. You're involved in the season that Manchester United go on to win a treble, which mm. has still never been done in English football. What was that like going from being the kid from Longside who wanted to be a right winger, idolised Ryan Giggs, to then playing in the same team as him and being on the bench for a Champions League final? That must have been pretty mad for you at that age. Yeah, I thought it'd be like that every year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was my first full season, so you can imagine I'm only young and thinking, well, this is good. You know, we'll keep this going. Nothing ever, it's, it's funny because I've won um, quite a lot of trophies, but nothing ever quite gets to that point again, which is a shame because um, it happened when I was 19. So you have to think back to, you sort of get that high again, that buzz, which hasn't quite, you know, caught that that sort of high. But I mean, it was, what a brilliant squad just to um, sort of come into and bed my way in and obviously get a lot of trust from the manager as well. What was Giggsy like when you met him? The local lads are all they're all fine gigs we bought here. Yeah. You know, did, that, did that help you with that night class of 92 that everyone talks yeah, about? I mean, but but he lives, he's pretty much from the same place I am. Um, right. So it was, he was fine. You know, it was just, none of them were like, and they're still not, no one's big added or anything, even though they, they've, they've won so much, um, so young. Just got on with it. You could see that they were winners. Um, you know, you had to play well. You always have to put the effort in. And that's the sort of culture that I, I sort of, you know, jumped straight into, which was um, perfect for me because that's a, the same sort of character I am. We're going to come on to the 2008 side a bit more, which I still think would have won the treble if it wasn't for uh, his Portsmouth side. But um, what do you think were the main differences between those two sides and like what meaning did it have for you? Because obviously in the 99 side, you were a young kid coming into it and in the 2008 side, you had, you had a massive role in the season. Mm. What were the similarities and differences in the two teams which made them champion winning sides? Winners in general, attitude, uh, 
you know, people ask me which one was the best one, I would still say 99, just for the simple fact, the squad, um, you know, the rules were a little bit different with subs and stuff. And, you know, there was a lot of games that season, but the lads just kept kept battling on. You know, we obviously had a little bit of luck along the way, but I always feel, listen, to, to actually do the treble, it's not... It's, you know, it's not an easy... But even though you didn't have a massive part in that one, but you had a massive yeah, part in Yeah, I mean, I, I played quite a lot of the games up until the quarter-final. Mm. And obviously, you're at the big stage now and the, the the manager has to go with the you know, the players that have been there a long time yeah. and, you know, more experience. It's as simple as that. And I think that's the way uh, most things go. Obviously, in, in a way, I was more of a senior figure, so I would play more games and, and play in them later stages. Um, but it was a great experience and just to be involved and see it all unroll, really. And again, listen, that 08, yeah, Portsmouth, what can I say, David James? Well, with Rio Fern, I was flapping about in goal. I'm sure, Niall, or did you go to that game now? I would have been there, yeah. I'm sure if you, watch it ever, if you ever watch it again, you can see how I much can't you believe. get Yeah, I was, I I was in disbelief that, that, that That's the thing, you know, it's, that was, when, we look, when I look back at that, I think of that game, not necessarily that we won. The Champions just League. the moment that you missed just that that moment because it was an opportunity to try and do it again and it's not like it's just one of them things football it's mad in it I mean yeah. we we should have won that game but we didn't and yeah. that's that's and the way it goes and play that game another hundred times and United yeah, win one it result, isn't 95 it? times this yeah. is just one of them things and that, that's the you know the that's just the little minor things where you know you, you, you're at, it was still a great team but that makes it a special team if we, if we were to win that again um, but we just didn't quite get there. Talking a special team, obviously at that point, Cristiano Ronaldo is catching fire. He's scoring 30 plus goals. He's becoming the best player in the world. You assisted him in that 2008 Champions League final. Hmm. He came in as kind of this shy kid from Portugal, didn't speak a great deal of English. Did you ever see that he would become what he became when you played with him and then beyond with Real Madrid? I think you, once you got to that the, the high point, you could, you know, it, it's all about can you keep it going? I mean, there's so many special players you know, across generations that, you know, they have two, three fantastic seasons um, still, you know, in still talked about as, you know, some of the best players in the world. But this guy, obviously, along with Messi, they've done it at the same time every year year in, year out. I mean, that's special. Uh, and again, just the right mindset and the belief in himself. And um, I think that last season he was with us, you you could see that he, he wasn't going to stop for a while because mm. just, you know, the focus he had. Did it shock you though what he went on to do or not? Uh, do you know what? You would say no because you would say out of all of us it, it probably would be him. You know, he, he was times in games when you know, people always look back. But we we weren't brilliant every game. We, don't get me wrong. We won't give up. We we keep ourselves in it. But he would be the one who would get the win for us somehow. Come up with something special. And um, you've got. Uh, I think as players, you see that, and you see it in training as well. The way he works. So you you know if he, you know you you probably don't expect he's going to do it for that long because who you know who does that for that mm-hmm. long and can be so good scoring scoring so many goals. But ultimately, out of everyone, it probably you'd say yeah, it would be him. When he came back to Manchester United, you were the first person to interview him. Yeah. Was he the same character as he was when he left? Was he different? 100% the same. It's different because obviously to a lot of other people, he's he's now a senior player, obviously. But when he was with us, he was one, one of the younger lads. Uh, 
great lad. I mean, I used to pick him up um, from his house when he first moved. He's, and we just, you know, we got on fine. It was absolutely no problem. Obviously, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. It's different. But <laughs> when me and him are together, it's just, you know. Yeah, just friends, are Yeah, that, just that's little, it, yeah. little Chris almost. Like, yeah. oh, there's Portuguese shy lad that Ronnie. picked up. Yeah. Call, at, least you, Ronnie. Yeah. at least you didn't tweet saying, Ronnie, do you want a lift in the morning, pal? Because <laughs> I think that, <laughs> that's... No, I'm sure he can get in now. Uh, <laughs> what was it like training against him, like, every day? Because obviously you're, you're a defender. You probably yeah. played most of your games at right back. He played most of his games at left wing. So was it like, you know, everyone talks about that John O'Shea performance in, in sporting and he... he came away traumatised from it saying we have to get him because yeah well I think I I always think you know if you've got the best players on your team you've got to um, play against them every day yeah at the time it was Nani tricky as hell Giggsy um, Ronaldo Mm -hmm. you know these players you you, you know you're up against every day so it helped your game immensely because you then go in the weekend and you're not you're playing against players obviously good players but maybe not as good as them yeah Um, so, but obviously playing against him, you just have to be on your toes all the time. I used to kick him, simple. <laughs> I wouldn't get away with it now, but um, <laughs> not kick him to hurt him, but kick him. Mm. Kick you know him, what it's what I mean? going to get on but, a Saturday. But ultimately, it, really? he, you know, we training was tough. It was difficult. You know, we 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 went out in training, and you know, especially with Keno, there you you fully focused. There's no messing about. You you're there to train, work hard, get fit, and. So you, you obviously put that on the pitch on a Saturday or Sunday. If you go back to uh, 2006, after the World Cup, when Rooney and Ronaldo had that little incident at mm. Portugal against England, when they were coming back, there was obviously a load of media around if they were going to see eye to eye. And I don't know what happened between them if Ferguson got them together or something. But when they first came back during pre-season, what was the atmosphere around the training room? A load or? of rubbish that was. Was it? Laughing. Really? Yes, Ronnie. Yes, yes, Wayne. But when they first saw each other again, it is yeah, the teammates. You know, stuff happens when you're playing against each other. It happens. Um, you know, we're back in now. That's gone, and we were back on the team. And then obviously we went um, to getting more finals again. But yeah, it was. It's a media can hype up anything. Yeah, I mean Ferguson wouldn't have stood for that anyway, would he? Wes? To be fair, yeah, but both characters are not like that. Yeah, Do you know, what no, I mean? no confrontation no, or anything like that. Holding no grudges. It's just yeah. you know it happened. You know, you move on. Anything can happen like that in football in the heat of the moment. Football Social Daily. Fascinating to hear that Wes almost looks back on that 08 season with regret rather than jubilation at the fact that they missed an opportunity to do the treble, something which still, at the time of recording at least, has never been done again. That was just a little taster of the interview we did with Wes Brown. There's loads more stories, including how, just by chance, he grew up on the very same street across the road from another former Manchester United player who is still playing in the Premier League today. You can hear that story by scrolling back in the timeline and finding our chat with Wes or just searching for Football Social Daily wherever you get your podcasts. Just type FSD Wes Brown in the search bar on your preferred podcast provider. And I'll put the link to that episode in the description of this podcast as well. So you can just click that and find it there if you want to. But don't forget every Wednesday, a new interview with a former Premier League player. We've spoken to some really cool guests. Pascal Chimbonda, Brian McClare is another Manchester United legend that we've spoken to and a host more hit subscribe and that way you won't miss it but enjoy the rest of your weekend that's it from me and we'll speak to you again tomorrow here on Football Social Daily catch you then Football Social Daily is a voice work sport production for the Sports Social Podcast Network